0: And welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation Football Talk for Fans by Fans, right here on the network at BICBP radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me, as always, for NFL history, the one, the only Mr. Andrew Lenz. Good morning, Andrew. How are we doing?
1: We're doing good Uh, on the day that we're recording this. I'm just preparing for some. Incremental weather over the next couple of days. Same here. Same here. We're just
0: getting blasted. It tastes supposed to be like 40 degrees out. And I'm like, I decided to stay home from work and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. Low. I woke our up high. this morning. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to bed pretty early last night too. And I just, I, I woke up. I looked at my, my phone. I just laid there. I kept looking at my phone. I'm just like, Nah, (laughs) this isn't going to work today.
1: So at at my like last job where I wasn't like working from home, I came up with this idea and the GM of the yard was like, no, I don't think we could do that. And it's called a just not feeling it day. Yeah. It's where you go. You you still go into work and you have until up, up to your first 15 minute break to go to your like supervisor or your boss and be like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm just not feeling it.
0: (laughs) And you got away with it. It Huh? It was perfectly legal. It was.
1: No, that was my idea. And he told me. to uh go.
0: (laughs) I mean, we get mental health days and stuff technically, but which I definitely need one. They've been throwing a lot of overtime my way. I'm a little, I'm a little gassed. Um, But yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now. That's why we're recording this nice and early. Get it done. I love it. Uh, But today is the start of a brand new month for our show. As you know, if you've been listening to the Two Point Conversation uh, for, I think we've been doing this for the last year at this point. We've been we've been coming up with instead of just throwing random stuff at you, as far as NFL history goes, we picked monthly themes. And it helps us explore different people, different players, different moments. And, you know, I know February is, is Black History Month. We, we've we done quite a few of those at this point, you know, talking about some of the all-time greats in Black History. Uh, but now we're going to go a, a little different, a, a, fun, a bit of a fun route that Andrew decided to come up with. We all know that February is the shortest month of the year, 28 days. Oh, man, I just realized I'm two weeks away from my vacation. <laughs> um, pulling back. But we, Andrew realized that, you know, it's that everybody knows February is the shortest month of the year, 28 days long. And Andrew being as witty and funny and maybe in a, in a slight way, having a dark sense of humor. Uh, he decided that for the month of February, again, being the shortest month of the year, that we're going to do the shortest players in NFL history. All right. So that's going to be our grand, uh, our, our big theme for this month. I think we have... Let's see we have so we'll be covering three three short players. I'll be gone for possibly two of them. no, I will be around for no, wait, no, I'll be there for at least one or um, okay. I'll only miss one uh for vacation, maybe we can pre record it. we'll see, but, um, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about um or. You know, our opening intro one is always the big discussion. Then we're gonna talk about three short players in NFL history. So um so I wanted to talk about because there's actually a lot of greats that just weren't that were vertically challenged, we'll say. Uh but it didn't take away from their talent. You know, I, I think there's I don't like the stigma that if you're too sh- that you can be too short to play in the in professional football. I think it's a terrible stigma. I really do. Uh, what say you? What are your thoughts on, on the on the short statement? Because you hear a lot of criticism about it during draft time. Yeah. Until these guys kind of put up or shut up. It was one of those things.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where we've come into an era. We talked about it in the, what is it, workout warriors, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things where we're so... We're so mesmerized by the measurables, the speed, the strength, the how tall is this guy? How big is his hands? Uh, What's what what's his wingspan? But at the end of the day, that's all really cool. But when you put on the pads and the helmet, can you play right? Do you overall have. That passion, that drive to play the game, where you're, where you can, kind of, football is a big man game because it's very physical. It's a collision sport, quoted by the late great Vince Lombardi. So you kind of want some size, but then again, these, I don't want to call them little guys, but these guys showed that they can be that they could have more talent then the smaller guys are the bigger guys around them, right? Cause they have that drive. They have that willing to work. And at some point somebody told them, you can't do it. You can't play. You're no good. And they said, screw that. I'm going to show you everything I got. And they were just looking for that one guy to one guy, one coach, one general manager to give them a chance and, and say, wow, this guy that's under six foot is way better than this guy that's six foot five.
0: That's I mean, that's a great point, right? How many times have we heard draft time? Yeah, this guy's tall. He's he's good, he's yeah. got the he's the perfect build to be an NFL quarterback or a receiver or a tight end or some other position. He's the perfect build for it. And then they 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 pan, you know, they they their careers unfold and they don't really amount to much of anything. Um, you know what I mean? I I think that when you put those big guys on a pedestal, like they already kind of are, mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's, yeah, I I just don't think it's it. It obviously does not work all the time. Excuse me, it obviously doesn't just doesn't work out all the time. But man, these these little guys that come out of the draft and stuff, I think it's the coolest thing because they have so much to prove, right? You know it. You're too little to play in the NFL. Like, can you imagine being at the highest possible level of your sport, right? You go through um, and you go through college, you have a pretty good college career. And then some dingbat like Mel Kiper has the nerve to tell you that tell everybody that you're too small to play at a professional level. You know what I mean? That, that's that always drove me nuts. But I mean, these guys have so much more to prove, and there's actually a lot more short people. Um, I'm not gonna call them little people; they are short, shorter people, um, sub six feet, foot, you know, sub six foot. That, um, that that their careers pan out pretty dang well.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like I said, it's just why are we not giving them a chance just because they're vertically challenged? I mean, if you can see it on film in college, that they're playing at this level in college to the point where they're getting named for, uh, you know, all American honors or getting talked about on a national sense. Why can't they display their talents in the national football league? I, one guy, Darren Sproles, I watched Darren Sproles at Kansas state. Okay. Right. And I saw him return to kicks. I forgot who they, I think they upset somebody that year. Maybe it was Oklahoma. I can't, it's way too much, but way too far back. But he's a guy that everybody, I was like, wow, look at this guy. This guy is going to be amazing in the NFL draft. And I'm not. And I was like, he's gotta be, you know, on somebody's radar. And right. I know he was drafted. Uh, where was he drafted at? He was a fourth-round pick, which is still pretty good for his size, but he was only five foot six, one 190 pounds, and the Chargers took a chance on him. Chargers, I don't think, did as much with him as the Saints and the Eagles did, but he goes to the Saints, and he's actually probably a better player than what he was with the Chargers because they figured out, Sean Payton figured out how to use this guy in a way to excel his abilities, 100%. And he just, but, well, this is kind of the turning point for running backs, but could he, if he was four inches taller and 20 pounds heavier, would he have been a first round pick? Probably. That is, that's the question. And it's a
0: fair question. It, It is a completely fair question. But the way that NFL has glamorized and and um, you know height and 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 the weights and and all that jazz, it, it it really is they they've they put so much into it, and the narrative gets busted almost every single year. Almost every single year.
1: You mentioned the quarterback prototype quarterback when I was growing up was you had to be at least six foot three. 225 pounds if not more and that is what you were uh, guys like Fran Tarkenton were an outlier you're not going to find those guys you know they're not going to excel they can't see over the line and yet now we're seeing this uh, kind of surgence of smaller players Russell Wilson Drew Brees you know, six foot and under, Kyler Murray, that are showing that it's it's t- starting to turn into an anybody's game, and the measurables aren't don't always translate to success. Where talent will always most likely translate talent and hard work. I'll say, translate into success. No matter how big, no matter how small you are, if you have talent and hard work you're going to succeed. It's true. It's a hundred percent true. Um, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Drew Brees is right on the cusp, right? Six foot. Mm-hmm. He stands up. I think he, how tall is he? He's six foot on the nose.
1: Is he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Don't know how tall Drew Brees is, <laughs> but you know, he's a, he's a, you know, a, a perfect example, a guy who is undersized all his career. And honestly, <laughs> That still makes me laugh, um, you know, is widely considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you mm-hmm. know, by people who don't just look at rings. Russell Wilson, five foot 11. All right. He this is his first time in his entire career missing the playoffs or not. Is it, no not having a winning record? Excuse me. Um this this past season, Russell Wilson has been one of the best guys, you know, highest paid guys, but one of the best quarterbacks, you know, really helped push the mobile, mobile passer, you know, it, it, into this newer generation. A lot of people, you know, if they're a good passer and they're mobile, a lot of guys this year, you know, in this era get compared to Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray's, a, you know, a perfect example of that. Good old Doug Flutie. All right. We all love Doug I Flutie. Love it. That like that's the story of his career, is that he was told he was too short to play and he had to go to the CFL to kind of kind of go earn his way back in. And right? he, dominated. Dominated. he Dominated
1: he dominated the it. CFL.
0: He killed it. Five foot ten, 181 pounds, is a starting NFL quarterback, and he made a career out of it. You know
1: that's one of those things where do you really think he's five foot ten?
0: You think he's taller?
1: I think he's shorter. Think he's shorter? I think he's shorter. If you This may be something crazy. If you see him when he played, and especially in college, I don't know how tall the other guys were, but he seemed a little bit shorter. But, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from his talent, but do you think some of these heights were fudged a little? I don't think so. I I think if it was pro
0: wrestling, I think it would be, but... It's really hard to tell unless you stand next to these guys, right? I think that's that's the biggest thing. The NFL has no reason to really lie about yeah. heights, in, in my opinion. Um, but you know, it, it might be. He might be a little taller. I don't know. But you know, here's some, I mean, other uh, Gordon the quarterback position, right? Here's some all-time greats, right? Metchie Fran Tarkenton, Sonny mm-hmm. Jurgensen, five foot eleven, Len Dawson. All right, the cigar smoking uh, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback from the very first Super Bowl, six foot, Michael Vick. Love him or hate him, on field, one of the honestly one of the most electric and exciting players of all time. Six foot. All right, Billy Kilmer, six foot. All right, there's there's so many, and even if you go to some of these other position, uh, positions, you know, running back Maurice jo- Jones-Drew. He was like five foot seven, eight, nine. He was in that range somewhere. All right, that dude's a, a a really, really good player. It doesn't matter. I think it's you know it's one of those things. We we sometimes get corny here, but it's kind of, it is really what is on the inside that makes these guys. If you can use your height to your advantage, right? If you can maximize your potential with what you got, because I think that's a, it's such a bullshit metric that you know. Oh, you're too short. You're too small to play in the NFL, man. If you can do it, you know, if you can figure out a way to, to, to utilize what you're given, because nobody has a choice in what, in how tall that they are, nobody. Yeah. Um, that if you, you know, if you figure out how to use it, you do use it, use it good. You, everybody, if it's meant to be, you find your way. That's what I've always been told. If it's meant to be, you find your way. And you know, there's a plethora, plethora of NFL players that are under, you know, under the six foot range that are, you know, posted notable. We'll say notable, not all of them are Hall of Famers, but notable, you know, NFL careers, right? The quarterback one is the most intriguing one because there's so many factors, you know, big burly offensive lineman is, is the most important thing. And if you can't see over your offensive line, that's, that's tough. But I think it's becoming a little bit more normalized to to be an all all sizes kind of quarterback in this day and age, right? Kyler Murray, when he's healthy, right? Kyler Murray is the newest, you know, short guy. He's been memed being short so much. There's I love the one with him on a stool when he got drafted next to Roger Goodell. It's hilarious. But, you know, that short and shiftiness, as the game has evolved, it's opened up the ability to be that, right? Short shiftiness, this guy can throw it, but also he has the ability to scramble, and he's really good at that, too. Being short and quick has its advantages. It's it's a trends thing. Like 10, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, when the pocket passer was the prototypical quarterback, All right, very rarely are you going to get away with being short, under six foot, and small. Nowadays, as the, as the quarterback position has become a lot more mobile, seen a lot of guys who you know show the mobility right josh allen you know like we said Russell Wilson, to trend center mahomes some of those guys are actually you know a lot taller of course but um, it's it, it just becomes easier to change that narrative it it's just it's just how the NFL goes it's the parody of the NFL in a way of of the evolution of what size players at certain positions and you know short players have every chance shorter players have every chance to succeed in in the National Football League, that then, you know, as they as they always have.
1: I think a recent player that is considered short for his position, but has just monstrously used it to his advantage. And I've seen it once before with John Randall. Is Aaron Donald? These are two guys that. Uh, John Randall was definitely considered undersized, you know, weight and height. And then you got, uh, well, both of them or you know at least height both of them are 6'1 playing it right. the nitty-gritty you know defensive tackle slash defensive end position there and they're going up guys sometimes that are maybe six inches taller than them 30 pounds and they are manhandling them but they use that lower that that lower frame to just a monstrous advantage to just dominate these guys. And I think that's one of the special things is some of these guys started to learn that, especially on defense, even though I'm smaller than you, I can, and I might not be able to outrun you every time I can work leverage. Right. Into, uh, Elvis Doomerville, If I said his last name, right. I the, he was 5'11 playing defensive end. Who would take a chance on a 5'11 defensive end? Eh,
0: not a whole lot. Not a whole yeah. lot of people.
1: And he parlayed his career into some pretty decent stats. I mean, a uh, sack total for his career. He had over 100 sacks. That's pretty impressive for a guy that was like, hey you're 5 foot 11 and you know 250 pounds he's not even over the 6 foot mark right but yet he took what he had and he made it pretty great and he's in the fourth round he another fourth fourth round guy but if he was 6 foot 4 you know 6 foot we'll say 6 foot 3 6 foot 4 would he have been higher
0: right big question probably would have been
1: he had a decent college career but because he's five foot eleven we we don't know what he's got
0: now aside from you know what what's what positions do you believe truly benefit from
1: shorter players from shorter players i think running back uh Definitely running back is probably the one because you once that offensive line stands up, they might get lost in the shuffle. Like right. Barry Barry was only five eight, and Barry could work magic. Now what did he always have the best offensive line? No, but you could get lost. And I think that's probably the number one position where height is not as big big a deal as maybe other positions
0: are right i I definitely do agree with that you know um wide receiver it's a bit more challenging you know it's not it's not a foreign concept or anything but i think wide receiver is a little bit more challenging but there have been some greats
1: i think i think we're seeing a smaller receiver renaissance with the opening of the passing game yeah and that smaller guy you, you know
0: with the I think if you if you have speed, burner, like if you can, if you can go, what I mean yeah. by go is if you if you're a speedy guy like a Tyree kill, who I think is above six foot. But, you know, um, I, it, I, again, it's really how you play. It's really how you play that position. Steve Smith. All right. Everybody's favorite yeah. trash talking wide receiver. Steve Smith was under six foot. All right. Five foot nine he stood and he's one of the greatest wide receivers. He might be considered one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Um by a lot of standards, five Pro Bowl nods, two first team all-pro bids, and he led the lead, league in receiving in 2005. All right. That's pretty damn impressive. Wes Welker is somebody who a lot of people put on a high pedestal. 5 foot 9. Uh somebody who Tom, caught passes from Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Right? Um pretty damn pretty damn good career.
1: That's the, that's the type of where I'm talking about more in the, in the Renaissance too, is that these smaller, not speed burner guys like a Tyreek or a Steve Smith can find their way into that underneath slot guy. Right. And I think that's where the Renaissance of the smaller receiver is going to come into play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's a lot of it is just the, like I said, the nature and flow of the game. Um, I think it helps too that defenders are are a little bit smaller now too. A lot of defensive, players, especially those secondary positions. Um, we talked about the evolution of of, I guess, of football. Right, running backs used to be kind of big, burly. So you wanted big, big time defenders. And as the as speed started to become a huge factor, speed kills. Right, yeah. you guys like Barry Sanders and and so many others, but you know. Since then, defensive backs and defensive players have gotten smaller, a little bit more fit. You know, the long long gone are the days of like Dick Butkus and uh, Mike Singletary and just those eighty again, just eighty five bears type guys um, who are all just massive. Right? The game has evolved, and where you want where where you want speed, you want tail. You don't want big jack dudes like that you want them jacked, right? You want them fit, of course, but you don't want them so big that they can't run and move because speed is everything. The game is so much quicker now than it was 30 years ago. So that's where it gives, you know, that's where it gives, I think why the game is is becoming a little bit more um, beneficial to those smaller players too. You know, that's that this, it's such a, it's actually a really cool trend. It's a really, it's actually a really cool trend if you look at it. But this is all why also why like guys like Derrick Henry <laughs> murder yeah. everybody. It's because all the all, all the defensive backs and stuff are so tiny now compared to where they used to be. Derrick Henry would have been murdered if he played in the NFL 30, you know, 30 years ago when all these guys were big and could tackle him.
1: at an fine. hour he's
0: got two, three people trying to bring him down. That's that's legit. That's legit the game flow. That's that's how the game has evolved.
1: But a guy from the Colts, Mr. Bob Sanders, was five foot eight, but he played that oh, game like he was like seven foot and that ultimately kind of killed his career right, but he wasn't going to let that short stature get to you know affect his play. He was going to dominate you any way as possible uh another short guy that kind of an outlier for what you want at a at a position we talk about the big burly guys is a middle linebacker, Sam Mills. Possibly, I don't know if he is in. Oh, you love ball. Sam Mills. Oh, Sam Mills was amazing. I, 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 if he made it to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, I don't think I would have. It, you would not hear anything on me. This guy, I think, needs to be in the Pro Football right? Pro Football Hall of Fame, but. He was five, listen at five nine, two hundred and thirty-two 232 pounds. Now, if I put Sam Mills and say, this is going to be your pro bowl, all pro middle linebacker, would right. you have been like, Andrew, get the hell out of here? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why <laughs> are you, are you nuts? But he showed that this. You know a little five nine guy can play middle linebacker in the nFL and excel
0: right and did damn good absolutely so i mean size necessarily obviously you know as we said size isn't necessarily any everything mm-hmm. um there is a you know it, it, it's it's what's inside and maybe these some of these smaller guys have an edge because they're told constantly you can't do something, you can't do something. And there is, trust me, as somebody who knows, there is no bigger motivation than being told you can't do something. Um, yeah, that's it's it's you know it, it's great things can't come is basically what I'm trying to say.
1: Not the, um, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Correct.
0: correct. So that's what we're going to be focusing on um, this month. And we are excited to be able to talk about some of these, uh, again, these all-time great players. Uh, I think I get next choice as far as who we individually pick. Yeah, you do. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Let's do. What you got? I'm trying to remember if we've done one on him before. Who's that? I'm thinking about doing a Barry Sanders episode.
1: I have never done one with you. Okay. I have not talked. I have not done anything with Barry. Let's do this. I will so. do. a.
0: So I will get two choices this month. I will do Barry Sanders. And I'd like to do a Steve Smith episode. That's our Love last that. one.
1: Mine, I'm going to go real old school, kind of, and I'm going to go buddy young.
0: Okay. Well, there it is, everybody. There is our month mapped out. So next week, we are getting Barry Sanders, one of the greatest players in NFL history. All right. Short career, retired young, and only five foot eight. At a time when five foot eight was a risky <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a risky height to be investing you know talent in so uh invest, investing time in a roster spotted too so um but that is it is there anything you want to add to this Andrew
1: no I, I mean just go just remember everybody where you're, you're like how big a player is does not always like we said does not always translate into he's going to be the greatest in the world uh there's also a great episode of the league where they talk about short shaming players and Darren Sproles is such a good champ in that, in that episode as well. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of also my reasoning behind this as well. Okay.
0: I know you love that show too. So that's
1: the best show ever made, but
0: all right, everybody, there is your next month laid out for you. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. We're obviously definitely going to have to pre-record. Um one of those episodes. And that's fine. You Andrew, you and I like we have so much time to connect. So that's what we'll do. Yeah. I won't be missing a single episode this month, then. Um, um, but yeah, we appreciate y'all. As always, thank you so much. And till next time, the two point conversation is good. 2019. 2019.